Hello everyone, this is Chef Alina Z, and today we're talking to one of my dearest friends, Melissa Binkley, who is the founder of the Intuitive Intelligence Academy. And Melissa's amazing. She is speaking on many stages around the world. She travels around the world. And just a few years ago, you know, not few, but at, you know, at one point, Melissa was homeless and she didn't have a direction in her life. And she moved to a different state. She completely changed her life around and so she knows what the lowest of the lows were and in her life in her journey melissa has had miracles happen to her so we're just going to chat with her today to see um what she can share for those of you who are feeling that you're in the darkness you are at your rock bottom and you need some inspiration to get out of it so hi melissa and welcome hi alina i'm so happy to be here yeah, me too. And you know, you have been such a big inspiration for me because I see your strength and everything you've done, you've done on your own. And that's just amazing. But then at the same time, I know you didn't do everything on your own because you've had help from the divine source, whatever the source energy is. And I know you've had miracles in your life because we talked about this stuff before. So tell us, share anything you want. Um, this is you know, for you to share and to inspire those who are listening right now and looking for reassurance that miracles happen, that things can turn around, that the darkness doesn't have to stay, doesn't have to stay there forever. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, uh, in one of my books that I wrote, I said that, uh, you know, when I talked about magic and miracles was that the first time that it entered my life, I didn't actually know that that's what it was. And I wouldn't have called it that at the time. Right? It was like this experience of what I now understand to be the universe handing me over these miracles and creating this magic in my life was something that I looked at at the time when was like, oh, I'm not so sure I want this in my life. So I go back to the first time that I recognized that, uh, that miracles were starting to be created in my life that, of course, as I said, I didn't call them miracles. That's why when you're in the lowest of the low, you may have things happening for you that you don't even realize are the gateways and the doors and the openings to the life that you really have been looking for and that you wanted. But at the time, it may look like the worst breakdown or the worst crap or the, the, the worst thing in your life. And for me, in 2009, I, um, I was in a place where I had spent about five years starting to heal my life. Like I, had, I was five years out of drug dealing. I was five years away from um, some eating disorders and self-mutilation and all of these things that I had been doing in the past. So I, I was like on that path of like, oh, you know, I felt like I was doing everything right. You know, how many of you have ever felt that way? You feel like you're doing everything right. And then the bottom really drops out. And that's what happened for me in 2009 was I had gotten into fitness and figure competitions. I was trying to eat healthy. I was doing all of these things that I thought were right. Um, and I had gotten a, a job, a real job, you know, like my first real job uh, since my since I graduated from college and, um, um, and had lost my uh, job after 9-11. And so I, I was doing all those things that I thought were right. And then um, within a six month time period, my girlfriend uh, left me for our best friend. Um, I, was a, I was fired from my job um, because I had filed a sexual harassment suit against my boss. And I was evicted from my apartment all within a six month time frame. Wow. And yeah. And I remember, uh, you know, uh, that first moment that I had a miracle in my life was right before I got the eviction. I was sitting at my, I was at my house and it was, it was, um, my, my girlfriend and I had already broke up at that point, 
uh, and it was um, St. Patty's Day. And we all went out together, and I didn't know at this time that she was sleeping with my friend, uh, or, you know, that, or anything that was happening. And we were still living together and all this stuff going on, and I went back home to grab something, and I, I, I just had this intuitive feeling that I needed to read her phone. And I never picked up my partner's phones in the past and read their messages or anything, but at this time, I did. And I picked it up and I found out that she was having this affair with this friend of ours. Uh, and I completely just lost my mind. And I, I went down and I, you know, I told her that I knew and I started just heavily drinking, like, like massively, massively drinking. And like I said, sometimes it doesn't look like a miracle. It doesn't look like it's something that's amazing that's happening in your life. But for me, it was the doorway into the first moment that I ever understood anything about the universe or spirituality or this other side of the world because that night my dear friend Rachel um, she she saved my life she came and picked me up at this bar that I was drinking my woes away at and um, didn't let me drive because I know if I had drove I would have definitely killed somebody or myself not on purpose but just being so drunk and uh, she picked me up and she took me to her house and I remember like, you know, she, she did some work on me and I didn't know what any of it was and I went to sleep and I woke up the next day and it was like the whole world had shifted. There was this peace that I had in my life that I had never up until this point ever experienced. Like I had, I had been raised in a very traumatic family. I had, had lots of um, issues. Like there was so much stuff going on. I never had known what peace was. And I had this, I called it numbness at the time. I was like, I was numb. And I was like, I looked at her and I said, what did you do to me? And she says, I took your pain for a while. And what she had done was she had done energetic healing. She had created this space for this miracle to come into my life. And I spent the next 48 hours in this like transcendent space of just like beautiful experience. Um, and then of course it went away and I forgot about it for a really long time. Uh, but it was that moment was the doorway into knowing that there was something greater. That was the miracle in my life because I had... Um, I had wanted to, um, to change my life. I'd wanted to do things differently. And this was the big breakdown. Everything in my life that had been part of my former life from before for all of those years that I've been trying to heal had to completely be wiped away. So I had to lose the job. I had to lose the girlfriend. I had to lose the house. I had to lose everything um, so that I could actually break through to, to a completely new existence, which is what I did. Because in the next nine years after that, I ended up creating an international organization that helps people and serves people but it happened because of that that experience in that six months and it was a huge miracle in my life um but boy did it not it did not look like a miracle at the time <laughs> you know that is so amazing what you what you shared because yeah it if it wasn't for that message you know, for those messages on the phone you would have not gotten drunk you would have not gotten your friend to drive you would have not experienced the peace you would have not had your aha moment wow something like this exists and you've not had your pivotal moment that made you into who you are now, helping thousands of people heal their trauma, uh, traumatic experiences and doing all these things and having an amazing life where you feel free. And I've, you know, I've seen you change. We've known each other since like 2012, I think. So mm -hmm. it, it's been six years. Um, and you know, I love, I learned something that you said, because Melissa and I have this mastermind group together. And Melissa said, this word in one of her talks on the stage, she said traumatude. And mm. I want you to share a little bit with others, what is traumatude? Because that is something that is so profound and so many of us don't see. So tell us about it. 
So traumatude is the ability and the experience of having absolute gratitude for the trauma. Uh, and I know this sounds, for somebody that's never had this experience or never been in that space, it sounds like, oh, how could you have, <coughs> excuse me, gratitude for something that was traumatic? Well, um, I tell about an experience of a situation that I went through back in uh, 2016. So uh, I, I, my daughter was a um, senior at, um, at her school and she was going to be running a track session um, at my old alma mater. And the last time I had been at my alma mater was in about 2003, so 13 years prior. And in 2003, when I drove home to go to my home um, and drive through town, I had drove through what I call the Bermuda Triangle. And this Bermuda Triangle was a house that I had lived in from the time I was like nine, um, uh, or maybe a little bit younger, eight to 11, where it had lots of trauma with my father and um, some different things, which was next door to the grocery store that my grandparents um, owned. And catty corner from that was the house that I was brutally raped in when I was 17 years old. So this Bermuda Triangle, um, when I went there in 2003, I literally like drove through that triangle and I had my daughter in the car and I was a drug dealer at the time uh, and I had all these crazy things going on in my life. And I drove through and I was like, F you, F you, and I'm putting up my fingers, you know, my middle fingers. and. Yeah, pointing at the house, you know, and everything, and I've got all this anger inside of me, and I'm mad, and I'm so angry. Uh, and then 13 years later, I, I fly in, I fly into Ohio, and I, I rent a car, and I drive back to my alma mater to this home to go see my daughter run at this track meet, and I drive again through this town and into this Bermuda Triangle, and I literally stop the car in the middle of the road and turned off the engine and I started crying and I put my hands to my heart in a prayer position and I said, thank you. Thank you so much because what had happened in those two houses and the things that I had experienced had completely allowed everything that had happened had allowed me to get to where I was in, um, in my, um, in my business, in my work and the work that I do today with helping women with trauma and people with, um, uh, uh, body issues and mind issues and, and sex trafficking and I wouldn't be where I am today if it hadn't been for what had happened in those two houses and in that Bermuda Triangle. And I had absolute gratitude and literally said thank you to those people at that moment for what had happened. And when we can get to a space of that, and you see it all the time, you see these people that overcome these massive traumatic experiences uh, and go on to do amazing things in the world. And so it's a choice that we have. Uh, you know, it's never the event that creates, um, that creates the situation. The event is neutral. So my rape was neutral. The, um, the, the abuse was neutral. It was my response to it that was creating my world. So my response in my 20s was, you know, high achiever, graduating top of my class from Ohio State, but, a, but becoming a drug dealer and doing tons of drugs and, you know, all of the, and, and mutilating my body and eating disorders and all of these things. And then um, I changed my response to that neutral event and turned it into something positive that helped the world. And so we all have that choice in traumatude to allow ourselves to change the response that we have to an event and, cre and create it and turn it into something of gratitude that helps others, helps ourselves, and helps change the world. That's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. You know, I heard uh, this expression uh, that pain is inevitable, suffering is optional. 
but you know we get so stubborn and we want to prove ourselves right that we have the right to suffer and we have the right to be mad we have the right mm -hmm. to feel bad but it's like well who is it serving because something that happened it happened like you cannot change the past it's already there and you do have a choice and do you do you want to live a beautiful life going forward or do you want to live in the darkness that was created with the, from the past because it's over and we're just recreating it, you know, and what you've done. And you guys are hearing this from Melissa, who is not like, oh, I read this book and, you know, my life is peachy. Like, no, like you've been through so much and you gone through it. And that's the thing. Like, you know, I think it's Churchill who said, if you're going through hell, keep going because like you don't want to be stuck in hell. You know, yeah. but, but then having the dramatude, the gratitude is taking it up to a whole different level of surrender, of peace, of love and of possibility for happiness. So, yeah. and that's a miracle. I mean, that's a miracle that you are able to do this. And, you know, now you're helping so many people. So you had to go through all of this experience to turn your life around and to become the voice and to become the vision for people who don't have theirs yet who are looking for theirs and that's why melissa created this um intuitive intelligence academy because i think and this is what my podcast is really about at the end of the day is that we all have this intelligence inside of us we all have intuition we all have something bigger than us that we cannot describe right it's connected to the divine and you are just another person who's connected to it consciously yeah. And uh, you can help other people. So if you guys are interested, you know, definitely check out Melissa's program, Melissa's Academy, because it's life-changing. And it just brings you to the place where you can create a magnificent life because it is already in you. And, you know, Melissa is a human. Last time I saw her, she was very much of a human. And, you know, I'm a human and everybody I've talked to have been human. So that's kind of cool that, you know, everybody I've been talking to have had miracles. So it's not like you were selected at birth to have miracles in your life. No, we all have the capacity and capability to experience them, to create them, to manifest them. But we have to connect to that, um, to that source energy in us. And Melissa definitely is amazing at helping do that. So you guys should check out Intuitive um, Intelligence Academy by Melissa Binkley. And I'll put it on the, in the podcast um, you guys could just copy and paste it. It's going to be in the podcast description. So Melissa, tell us as we're finishing up, as we're wrapping up, tell us, tell the viewers, to listeners, um, any piece of advice you can give them right now when they're stuck in the bottom of the bottom of the bottom, rock bottom. Yeah. The number one thing that you can do is to change the way that you feel about the situation. It's not about thinking differently. It's not about, you know, a different, everybody always talks these days about affirmations and mindset and that's all great and dandy. But if it was just, if it was that easy, everybody would be doing it to really create miracles in your life. You have to change the actual feeling and vibration of your, of your body and your experience. So uh, the, the thing that you can do is just find one thing that makes you feel love, appreciation or gratitude and call that into to your life remember it call it in and feel it whether it's going outside and looking at a flower that's blooming or thinking about your favorite um, your lover or your child or whatever it is that gives you that ability to feel that and start harnessing that energy and that feeling into your um, into your life on a daily basis and you will create miracles wow that's beautiful and it's so true you know it's the feeling because it's vibration of the feeling 
and it's so strong how we feel you know our feelings my god like they can make us eat stuff they can make us do stuff they can make us not do stuff or not eat stuff like if feelings rule us and to be able to change your feelings i think it's beautiful by what melissa said you know thinking about your favorite you know i immediately started feeling really good because i remembered the movie elf with mm. will ferrell where he's at the store at the department store and the manager goes why are you smiling he goes smiling is my favorite Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, even watching funny movies, and you know, I gotta just refer to one of the podcasts I did a few months ago. With two of podcasts, actually, first with a man, and then with his mother um, about his healing. He had cancer. Uh, he was a, a he was a kid. He was eleven years old, and he had brain cancer, a tumor. And his mom watched the movie The Secret, and she's like, "You gotta feel good now. Don't think about, don't feel the, pain, you know, don't feel the sadness of this, uh, of this disease." And she made him watch funny movies. That's all they did as he was going through his treatments and everything. She's like, "You gotta feel good. You gotta feel good." So just watching funny movies for those of you who cannot find something to focus on or you're like well i don't have any favorites you know because i can be in that space i'm like i don't want to do anything but then you turn on something funny and eventually somebody will make you laugh you know and then you start feeling better and better so if you guys can think of anything watch a funny movie it should it should be able to help you love it uh, so thank you melissa again so much you guys can check her out intuitive intelligence academy and um message me if you have any stories you want to share about miracles because they do happen and everybody's hungry for them and everybody's got a new recipe for them. So I love you guys and until later, bye. Love you.